The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. But it's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm gonna keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes, we are so glad you're joining us for this episode. And we hope you like it. We certainly could use some reviews if you do. Um, It seems like we got one review last week from a person that might be a deodorant at the factory. Yeah, a tester. A tester left a review. One of the testers left a review and only gave us four stars. That's really sad. I guess I should appreciate four stars that it wasn't a one, I guess. True, yeah. true. So thank you, Tester, for giving uh, a review. Um, <laughs> next time it needs to be five stars. Yeah, please. Yes. Um, anywho, we would love reviews. You can follow us if you enjoy us on social media. I like how we media. lead off right yeah. away with like, Just begging, please write us a review. Begging for reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can follow us on social media on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page and group, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all of that stuff, if you wish. We, I guess, what should we start off with? What What is your... Uh, Glitter in the shitter this week. It was a rough week oh. for deodorant factories everywhere. Um, everywhere. Um, and these, just in general, these yeah. fuckers keep bringing guns into the deodorant factory. They sure do, and it doesn't belong there. It, it really doesn't no. belong there. They really fuckers can't remember to bring a fucking pencil, there. but but they can they remember can the to bring yeah. an AR. 15. Yep. Yeah. Um, at any rate, besides all the crying I did, yeah. Um, I noticed that this was helpful and actually stayed on through my tears. So I've been on the search for a new foundation for a while. I've tried a couple different. I've tried. Um, I used to use IT uh, CC Illumination, but I didn't feel like it was quite a match with my skin. I don't know. Then I tried Bare Minerals and I was trying all these different things. And it, which I talked about before, I used to use the CC Illumination Full Coverage Foundation. Um, anyway, and I've also talked about their mascara. Yes, you like Because I love the superhero yes. mascara. But they came out with a new product that's called a CC Nude Glow lightweight foundation it has spf 40 oh and it like makes me look dewy nice don't you think i look do do you look lovely noticing today that i do you have it on right now because it matches your skin perfectly yes it has i think it has um a better color match and i also think it makes me look exactly what i want to look like which is 21 yep and 
um, ready for a night in the town. Yes. You look beautiful. Even though I'm 45 and ready for bed. Yes. So I that's mine. What's yours? So it's it. CC nude glow. It's beautiful. Thank you. Mine, I can't believe I haven't said this one before, but maybe I have, and I was just hammed on hams. I don't remember. Uh, I'm a Disney freak. Um, So there's different, I would say there's different categories of a Disney, but I feel like you either like it or you don't. Um, And that's visiting the parks, Disney World in particular, Mm -hmm. Um, which I had gone usually every year with my daughter. And, and once by yourself. And once by myself to see the Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. because I'm a hideous nerd. Totally. Um, and freak. Um, and we could afford it. We would stay at Pop Century, which is a mm-hmm. value resort. And at the f- when Rachel and I would go, we started like when she was nine. I'm, we went on a mini trip when she was four with my mom and sister and then when she was nine we started going every year and mm-hmm. i would stay at pop century where it was 79 dollars yeah. a night yep all right so that's cheaper than any hotel like even around here and i'm like okay i can afford that we bring our own food mm-hmm. we you know she's a gl- gl- she's a diabetic and gluten-free mm-hmm. you can't eat anything there anyway Nothing. and we cut corn you know we didn't rent a car we took all the buses and Jesus. um had sun country which has been always great to us um, now Pop Century is like two fifty a night if you get a deal. That's fucked. I don't know how people can afford it now, and I know they're raising prices for COVID and all that, but millionaires can only go now. Yeah, like, fucked. Yeah, and then they still say that they're, you know, restricting crowds, and it's a person every inch. You know, fuck you. Anyway, exactly. I love you though with all my heart. <laughs> anyway, if you want a little taste of Disney in your home, there is a company called the Magic Candle Company. So if you are a Disney freak, you understand that every Disney hotel and every attraction has its own scent that is pumped in. And I so, never yes. knew. So the Haunted Mansion has a, a scent that when you walk in, you smell the scent and it just is, it adds to the sensory experiment. Uh, Epcot, Spaceship Earth. I mean, every country has its own scent. France and Canada. And I mean, there's a scent everywhere. So pop country has its, uh, pop century has its own scent. You walk in and now I recognize it mainly because this magic candle company. So you can go to the magic candle company and you can literally get candles or wax melts um, or, um, essential oil type fragrances, mm-hmm. oil fragrances, mm-hmm. which I have a ton of them. So there's Pirates of the Caribbean has one. And you just close your eyes and mm-hmm. you're there. Pop Century has one. Pineapple Whip I had on when we came downstairs. Um, Out of your little... Yeah, my little thing here. Oh. Um, uh you know, the every ride, like I said, every ride has a scent. Spaceship mm-hmm. Earth has Rome. You you know, if you're Disney, you go mm-hmm. by the Rome burning and that Rome burning smell. They have that in a candle. And it's insanely a perfect match. And if you are a Disney freak and want to bring it into your home, I would go. They have deals where they sell the top 10 best-selling together every once in a while okay. they have a subscription box where you can get every month they just send you either whatever you want candles or oils um 
So if you're a Disney what do you freak, get? are you in the, do you have the club? I just got the okay. club just to see what it's like. But I usually right. just will get Pop Century and I usually have that at the deodorant factory because it calms me. Okay. I just pretend okay. I'm at Disney, yep. my happy place. Yeah. Um, I get Pirates. I get Haunted. Um, I get, uh, r- if you go to Soren, they you travel over India and it's a rose smell. Mm. There's also an orange grove smell. Um, those two I get. Okay. There's just yeah, there's a ton. Okay. So you can get the bakery, the Disney bakery that's so good. I'm sorry, Randy's on my lap and moving my microphone. That's okay. But it's great. For Disney freaks, this is a must. A yeah. must. Okay. Um, so there we go. All right. We have a few Disney freaks in our I Facebook group. I think we do. Group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually have some new patrons. We do? Yeah. You can join Patreon and, and um, listen to some special episodes. We have a new one up this week. Yeah, we Just do. for you. In fact, there's our famous episode of Hairline, where we're so hammered that we don't even mention the murder once, I think. I think we just bypassed it. And the whole thing sounds like... Yeah, I mean, terrible. Um, that last part was me laughing. Yes. Laugh, cackling, And me screaming. just, yeah, just drunkenly... I yeah. don't know. Where we never mentioned anything. Was I don't even think we ever talked about anything. you out in your bathtub? I think it was. <laughs> my husband and Megan couldn't find me and then you I was like, in the bathtub. like, where did she go? Like, no water in my clothes. Just laying in the bathtub <laughs> like it was the bed. And I normally don't ever get like that. I have I two drinks and I'm done. I know. Like, you're I know. very... I'm very strict. Very strict with yourself. Yeah. But we have Christina. I never am. So you are yes, always I am for picking us. up after yeah. my hot mask. Christina yeah. Reitman. Welcome. Hi, Thank Christina. You. Thank you. Kylie Wise. Kylie. Erin Curtis. I believe we've oh had my her God, before. Oh, my God, I recognize her name. Okay. So there's comments. And the Shannon Latanich. Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Welcome, ladies. We love you. Oh, my you, gosh. And thank I'm you so, so excited. Much. That four? The stickers are That's coming crazy. out. The stickers yeah. are coming out. Uh-huh. I just have to sit and no. write with my hands. We can do that after we record. Yeah, we can. Okay. We can figure that out. Um, we also have a Facebook group that is full of incredibly clever just geniuses. Yeah. Um, that are seven, smart and funny. 796 bitches. Really? That's what we're group. at? That's what oh we're at. Yep. And they're hilarious. And I feel like all are my friends. Because my mm-hmm. actual Facebook friends are like one or two. Well, it's me. Yeah. And Nutbar. And my mom, I think. Your mom yeah. and Natal. Yeah. Um, Rachel, so this, I daughter. feel like, are friends. Friends yeah. for me. Mine was from Jennifer Center again. I believe I picked her last week. She must be. Oh a, my god! She this must is a be like a soulmate. Yeah, for me, you're connecting um, with her. She had a Star Trek one, oh, no. and I'm not really a Trekkie. I'm more of a oh, Star Wars. Yeah. If you had to choose, I'm a Star Wars. I didn't always understand the Star Trek, but my parents took me to see. Star Trek in the theater when I was young, and I believe they worded it as Star Wars, so I gladly went, hmm. and it was Star Trek. And so I feel like I was confused. Okay. Um, but this one is Captain Kirk, the original Captain Kirk, and he is talking to, I think, either a shipmate 
or something, or it might be an alien woman. Oh. But the alien woman or the shipmate, I think she has a Star Trek Enterprise shirt on, so she must be a crewmate. Okay. She's saying, before I met you, I was half a soul. Now I am not half, but whole. You complete me. And Captain Kurt is saying, stop. You had me at butthole. <laughs> and I giggled and giggled and giggled. Did you just call oh. Captain Kurt? Captain Kirk. Oh, I thought you said Kirk. I maybe did, but I, I mean, oh, it's Kirk. You've had two wines I've already. I've had two wines. This so, could you know. be good. And um, I did like Amy Fowler's skull slash squash. Yes. It's a picture of a squash, but it looks like a human skull. But it made me part... It made me think of the dateline from last week when the guy yes, dug up his, his own mother skull. and he thought it was a coconut. No, there's not coconuts in that area. No. Mm. But he said, why would someone yeah. bury a coconut? They don't. They didn't bury a coconut. Mm-hmm. What's it yours? His mom's head. Um, My favorite is from my auntie Jean Lequay, and she posted the picture, the meme of the little girl sitting in the uh, bicycle seat. What you, oh, yeah. The, what do you call those? I don't even know if people like have those anymore. The bicycles. Yeah. Like the, it, we definitely yeah. had them in the 80s and 90s. Right. Well, in the um, 70s and 80s, yeah, for sure. Then all of a sudden, people got those little carts the that carts they behind yeah. but it's the but bike before seat that it on. was the bike seat right behind the actual biker and yeah. her dad's in front of her and his ass crack it's like a plumber crack from hell Hideous. hanging out and she's like side <laughs> how many kids like, went through that yeah. and it's and the meme says something like um she learned to ride a bike yeah next, the next the week next or day, something rode a bike yeah because she didn't want her dad's ass crack in her face i feel anymore. her my sister was in one of those for a long time i scrolled it like three times and i laughed every time oh, and i was like this is it this is my faves all right we this week went back to a favorite which we you even said you forgot how much you love i got this excited show. when you sent it to me and yeah. i just started watching it yeah and i texted yes. right away and i was like fuck forgot how much i love this, this show. show is so great it's so great yeah it's called betrayed yep. and the show's concept it's all reenactments yes. of the crime the whole thing is reenactment except at the end they usually do show the real people and they might flash a photo at the beginning yeah. but it's just the uh, it's a reenactment of the life of the victim just with i mean literally these are probably emmy nominated actors right and when we say emmy nominated we mean not emmy not uh and the voiceover is the victim saying Mm -hmm. you know this is four months before my death and Mm -hmm. someone i know betrayed me yes And, and so it's it's fantastic if you have discovery plus i think it's on it might even be on um hulu plus or hulu it's like you used to watch it on, or did you I used, used to, to watch just it on watch Google? it on? I think it when I had, cable, yeah. Maybe, um, you yeah. got to watch it. It's so great. This one, this episode is season three. I want to say no, episode season eight. four, season episode four, eight, yeah. episode eight. Okay, yeah. it is called Murder in the Mortuary, which made me think immediately of Murders in the Rue Morgue by Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. Did you ever read those? I have read every Edgar Allan Poe. With his detective, I think, Dupont. Dupont. Yeah. That is a great story if you haven't read it. And the TV 
version of it in from the 80s starred Mr. Val Kilmer. Shit. Oh, can you even? <sighs> anyway, murder in the mortuary. So we're dealing with a... Are you uh, going to go to the new Top Gun, by the way? I probably will. I've heard yeah. great things about it. Okay. I have too. I've anyway. heard that it's excellent. All right. And there's a Bob's Burgers movie too. And I love oh, Bob's no. Burgers. I know you don't like that. Um, so this happened in 2006. And I thought, fuck, we've done so many 2006. But I, now I don't think we have. Because I don't mm. remember. We probably maybe have done one. But I don't yeah. remember talking about a lot of these movies. But we probably have. Maybe it was the day you ended up in the bathtub. Maybe. Hmm. It could be. Um, so movies, you, movies will usually bring someone back. Well, it brings me back. Mm-hmm. Songs bring you back. But then I remember yeah. songs blend years for me, I guess. I can't always pinpoint yeah. them down. And you can so well. Yeah. Um, Idiocracy, which is a movie that many people have been talking about due to politics. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, you must. It is. It's about what well, has Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, and it's about a guy who gets frozen. He has a regular IQ, like 100 IQ. He gets <laughs> frozen and they just want to test. They want to frozen freeze him a year, like the military, mm-hmm. and then just see what happens. But something happens and the program gets forgotten and he's frozen for 500 years. Ooh-ooh. And he wakes up just on his own. And in 500 years, the country's gone to shit and he is now a genius because everybody's dumber than piss (laughs) and the reason is is because all the dumb people have 400 kids while all the smart people were Mm -hmm. like we're gonna wait until we have jobs or i'm gonna wait until i get my promotion we're gonna wait until i get our house at the yard and then the women are yeah 47 and we have a time limit um our eggs are dry and so the smarties are not having children but the dummies are shitting children Mm -hmm. like crazy and the movie is hilarious but there's so much there's nuggets of truth Mm -hmm. and one of the the most popular show 500 years in the future in idiocracy is called ouch my balls (laughs) 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 and jamie every time we watch one of my dumb shows jamie always says oh you're watching ouch my balls again i'm like oh my god i wish i would watch the shit out of that show i mean my god i would watch that um, 300 with Gerard Butler and his eight pack because he literally had an eight pack in that movie. Mm, I, I feel like now it. he kind of got a little bit of a chunkier, yeah, but yeah. he's still very handsome. Yeah. He has that accent that yep. you really would just do anything for. Um, did you see, ever see Pan's Labyrinth with Guillermo del Toro? Of course Where I the didn't. monster had the, the eyeball on the palm no. and he would put his palms up to his eyes and Never. he would see. And he would go... No. <laughs> you didn't see that one? No. None oh, of no. these movies. I didn't even see Idiocracy. I have not you seen any of these movies. So good. No, what none else? of these you would see. Da Vinci Code. Did you see that one with Tom Hanks? I did, but I loved the book. But loved I the book and the, the movie, movie. sucked yeah. dick. Yeah. yeah. Um, Borat. Nope, I never nope, watched it. I did it. see that one. The second Borat, I laughed so hard. I, I thought I was going to die. Um, the Departed with Leo DiCaprio. No. That is okay, I thought. Okay. The ending is a tw- it's a shocker. Like a shocker. Um which makes it worth it but otherwise I was Was I alive uh, yeah. in 2006? Pirates 2, Denbed's Chest with Johnny. Is that the one where the lady had the ink teeth and yes. she was like, "Oh, yeah. yeah, god. I loved her." Yeah, and it had like I wanted snake. to talk like her. Yeah. I mean, it had the octopus okay. face guy yeah. and octopus. Okay. Oh yeah. Um 
the prestige with Kristen ba- Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman with their 19- 1890s magicians. No. Um, you didn't see that one. Um, Talladega Nights. No. You didn't see that one. Casino Royale, Daniel Craig's introduction as James Bond. No. He was sexy in that one. Sexy. So apparently I wasn't no. How alive. about TV? Let's see. Okay, um, let's see if I watched TV. You had a lot of these. First of all, the Reno 911 was one of my favorite shows. Uh-huh. was on then. Um, I watched The Shield, the whole entire thing. Never. Not um, but one these are episode. shows you liked. Psych. I love yes. it. 30 Rock. Love Liz Lemon. Did you watch Brother and Sisters? Oh, fuck yes. yes. That was when Rob Lowe made a comeback, and I was like, I am here for Friday night it. Lights. Did you watch I that? I didn't one? watch that. I one, wish I would yeah. have started it. People I never like did. It. Yeah. And Prison Break, I never watched, but they no. said the first year was really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Some people really liked that. The Dead too. Zone with Anthony Michael yes! Hall. Oh yes. my God. Yes. The Wire, I never nope. did watch because nope. I didn't have the cable then. No. Nope. Um, Rescue Me, I watched. Oh. Yeah. That is one of my favorites. That's, yes. That See, might we be. had a show that yes. I watched. Okay. That might be second to Mad Men for yeah. me. A favorite Heroes? TV show. Did you nope. watch that nope. one? No. Nope. Nope. Criminal right. Minds. It was on yeah. for 900 yeah. years. That yep. ended last year. Yep. Jericho with Skeet Ulrich. No. I didn't watch that one either. No. I didn't um, know Skeet came back until Riverdale. Yeah. And 24. I yeah, that that's a I shout didn't watch out a whole lot of to those my ones. friend Emily. She loves Twenty Four, but I never watched. And Dexter, it. I watched the first two. I years, didn't have. I didn't watch whatever it. show. Um, that was on. books that came out. Eat, pray, love. I don't know. I never read it. Water for elephants. I read that. I one. loved it. Um, boy in the striped pajamas. Mm, I can't so even even sad. think about it. I can't even even think about it. Um, did you know that the boot cut jeans that were so popular? Was started by Blake Lively. No, she was the first to wear them out. Blake, well, and everyone had some until the skinny jeans came in. Um, Twitter started, and Surrey Cruz was born. Oh, happy birthday, girl! Yeah. Good job, Surrey. Um, in two thousand six, <laughs> the number one song was "Sexy Back" by Justin Timberlake. JT, yes. Um, the like fourth biggest song is one of my favorite songs of all time. It sure is. I've talked about it multiple times, numerous times. I love this singer. I follow her on Instagram, but it's too little too late by Jojo. Jojo. She's now like what? 52. No, Mm. she's like 30 and she's adorable and beautiful. She's going to get married. I follow her. Yeah. Anyway, um, some other songs there, there was like a JT slash Britney slash Jessica Simpson slash Nick Lachey. Oh, yeah. Like, there were all these breakup weird songs. Like, Jessica yes. had um, A Public Affair was her song. Because remember, she loved yes. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. And then Nick Lachey had a single that was called What's Left of Me. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Um, they made they both made it through. They and, did. And, um, yeah, JT also had What Goes Around Comes Around. Remember about Britney and yes then there was the chasing cars song by snow patrol do you remember that yes I do because it was on the radio for 47 years and I can't even with it terrible yeah um and then girl put your records that's a good one I like that that's a happy song Mm -hmm. and then the worst song that was also the number one song was 
you had a bad day. Oh, remember? Terrible. And they played it on American Absolutely. Idol yes. incessantly. Yeah. God, they shit the bed with so that I'm one. I'm sorry about that song. Yeah. 2006. You shit the bed. But yeah. All right. That's it. All right. So let's hear about murder in the mortuary. Murder in the mortuary. We're going to go to North Carolina. Do you think it might be negative 20 degrees in your house? It is. I don't even have the air on. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's what should okay. I do? Nothing. Just tell warm well, my heart with your story. Right. Um, we're going to go to North Carolina, Rocky Mount. Great. Not Rocky Mountains. No. Um, what's Rocky that song? Mountain. What are they singing when, in Six Pack when they're in the van? All of the churns. It's like... In with the Kenny Ken, Rogers, home sweet home to me, good oh, old oh, Rocky, Rocky Top, Top. Rocky, Rocky Top, Tennessee. All right, it's not Rocky, Rocky Top, Tennessee. it's Rocky Mountain. All right, okay. So that's what it came with. Six pack, and if you haven't seen Six Pack with Kenny Rogers, fuck yourself. Yeah, why go, are you even listening? Go to a dumpster and make it your home, <laughs> because <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Otherwise, find it on Amazon and rent it tonight and watch it. And then you'll go, what the hell For am I watching? <laughs> but if you haven't seen Kenny Rogers and Six Pack with Aaron Gray, go fuck yourself and Anthony Michael Hall. And Diane Lane. Diane Lane. And Aaron Gray. And yes. Oh, my God. Just a gem of a Please movie. Please watch it. All right. We are in August 2006 and we meet Julie Roland Bowen. What? Rolling Bone? Julie Rolling Bone. Why, does, why do her names rhyme? This is Sarah. how she says her name. Julie Rolling Bone. <laughs> I'm Julie Rolling Bone. And to a regular that's not Southern, that's Julie Roland Bowling. Oh, Roland Bowling. Okay. But bowling. Yeah. Like, like right. I'm going like to bowl tonight yep. from Greece, too. Yes. When they sing a song about bowling and it's embarrassing oh I'm god sorry. that movie was just a gem i'm gonna score tonight should have won uh a, a grammy Mm-mm. and an oscar um julie rollenbone <laughs> is a saint of a woman i don't think i've ever watched a show where a woman was described as more of a saint hmm. do you think uh we, we everyone are, loved her. She literally everyone loved her. She took care of cancer patients. Yes. We are introduced to Julie again, August 2006, which is four months before her death. Julie is narrating, obviously, the reenactment. Right. Julie is narrating. Because they narrate She's from passed. the dead. Yeah. <laughs> She's yes. passed. Dead people narrate. Um, Julie is at a hospital. She is a radiation tech in the cancer ward. Yes. And I, I don't understand how people do it, but bless the people that go there. Mm-hmm. They are also full of immense empathy. You must just be exhausted mm-hmm. when you come home working a cancer ward. Just the emotions you go through. Right. I, I don't know how. Anyway, Julie gets a huge bouquet. I mean, this is a monster mm-hmm. bouquet. This is like a Rose Bowl float that comes into her hospital and she has a friend, Linda. It's the friend you want to have at work. I think Linda yeah, is. They seem- I'm not sure if Linda would laugh hysterically at a dick joke, but she might. 
I mean, she might. Maybe she was just being really proper. Yeah. Usually that's my, um, that's my test. It's like, I'm going to tell a dick joke. Yeah. If you laugh, we're friends. Right. If you don't, I'm going to just if move on to the next you one. You make an, I just smelled a fart yes. face and walk out of the room. You're fucking a bitch. And you're, you're dead, dead to, to me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So Linda comes and says, girl, <laughs> what these flowers for? And she says it's her seventh anniversary with her husband, Mark. And we see the yeah. real Linda then yeah. who is helping tell the story. Yeah. The real Linda, there's a reenactment, Linda, real Linda. She describes Julie as kind cute sweet yeah she always had a smile she's super caring everyone loved her she's incredibly empathetic um they show a real picture of her and she looks cute as a button yeah you know she just looks like she looks like someone at work that you would know is always going to be friendly Mm -hmm. that's always going to do whatever you need she would give you the shirt off her back it's just the kind person yes absolutely julie in the reenactment tells her backstory. She said she had, she was very well off. She had a pretty rich Mm -hmm. family. They owned a supermarket that became kind of a mega food supply Mm -hmm. business. She was born and raised in a rocket top. No, in Rocky Rocky Mountain. So she's a townie as well. She's a rich townie. She marries her high school sweetheart. What a fucking dumb thing to do. Somebody else did that. I know. That I know. And her David is this guy's name. They get married. Um, and Linda tells it as a few years into the marriage, like two, I would say two or three, David is such a, and to quote a sheriff later on in the show, he says, alcoholic. <laughs> David is an alcoholic. Yep. He is a severe, uh, I would say moderate to severe alcoholic. Mm-hmm. There is a scene where David is out to eat with a young Julie. David he's is pounding them. Hammed on yeah. ham. He has 75 He's hams. like Tiffany and yeah. Rachel who were out last weekend sending us uh, videos of them trying ranch water. Oh, right. But and they didn't this care wasn't for it. His, this wasn't his first go around with no. the booze. He um, was seen in a scene at the very beginning. And I usually cut out the beginning because it's just kind of... yeah. Because it goes back in yeah. time. Yeah. And he's the type of guy that sees booze and then goes, what do we have here? Yes. And I usually enjoy that kind of a person. Yeah. But I I don't care for what he did. So he's getting hammed on hams. Yeah. And he starts screaming at a gentleman across the bar. Stop looking at my wife. And he Stop tries, looking at me, swan. And he tries to fight the gentleman. And so Uh-oh. Julie is terribly embarrassed and says, I'm so sorry. We're going to leave. And yeah. takes David and leaves. Yeah. And then it is shown just a few months after that, Julie files for divorce. And she leaves. And he throws a bottle across and just yeah. seems like a drunken loser. So this is 1997. Yeah. And then Julie tells us that two years after that, so in February 1999, Mm -hmm. she meets the love of her life, Mark Bowling. Now, can you tell me why in the world this is the love of her life? I feel like um, 
she went to a party, a summer party, I would say in 1998. Before, yeah, 1998. And it was an eclipse. And everyone (laughs) had the special glasses, but she was drinking a shit ton of Rianiti on ice. Yeah. Yeah. And she had put on way too much Gina Tay, and she was hammered. And she said, I'm not going to wear no glasses. And she stared at the eclipse with her bare eyes and she lost her sight. <laughs> so that is why she found Mark Bowling to be the love of her life. She stared at an eclipse. She fought the sun and the sun won. Oh, no. <laughs> then she sang, I fought, I fought the sun and the sun won. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think of, unless she had an absolutely horrific head injury, like our last week, sir, and she had her head stuck in the bowling ball return for a long time. Um, okay. I just don't understand okay. what, what, why. Anyway, this... <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) When they meet each other in the film, I mean, in this reenactment is hysterical. Like it was like he was Forrest Gump and she was Lieutenant or Jen A or something. He's like, I hope that we can see each other again. She was like, I like like, that. "Uh, I hope we can too. So how how did they meet? Well, Mark Bowling owns a funeral home. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Julie's stepdad had passed. Mm. And she was at the funeral. And Mark decided, just like Ed fucking Post, to hit on a woman at a funeral. And I feel like that, that, that must happen more than I know. Yeah. Um. We were, yeah, we were mortified at the Ed Post thing, but I guess this that must is what happen. Do so. Reenactment Mark comes up as Julie is mourning her stepfather, and I wrote that his glasses aren't even hot glasses; they're just fucked. So they have like a black on the top and like a no frame on the bottom. Yes. Although the real Mark had just a no frame, like just little circle, like Doc Baker. I didn't even know that he had them. Yeah. But Mark had these creepy glasses, and then he had creepy slicked back hair like he should be kind of a a toady from Goodfellas. Yeah. And he looks like just the creepy weasel, like, that would come in an episode of Little House, and he would be like Mm -hmm. a charlatan in a, and he would have like a horse-drawn carriage, and he would send, be selling weird tonic that's just piss water. Yeah. And people, like, Charles would smell it and go, this is straight piss! And he would say, no, sir, it cures syphilis. (laughs) And Nels Olsen said, sold. (laughs) And Isaiah said, I'll take 10. Oh, man, the refined old man washed his face in a frying pan, combed his hair with a wig, and went down with a toothache in his heel. Yes. So that's what Mark that's the vibe he gave me. Okay. All right. So he owns the funeral home, but is taking advantage of vulnerable women mm-hmm. who are grieving and going up to them and hitting on them, mm-hmm. which I feel is n- inappropriate. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. 
Julie says they had a whirlwind romance. Mm-hmm. The next scene is them out to dinner and Mark in his southern accent that's not quite sexy like uh um, what's his name? Naked Bongos. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, a, it's not a Texas accent. No, it's a. It, it wasn't sexy. It's a different. He's asking about her job and saying it must be hard to work with cancer patients since they kick it all the time. And she's like, "Yeah, it sucks." <laughs> no, she says, uh, "You know, she feels like it's her way actually to pay back to other people her." privilege really she has had such luck in her life that she said this is a way for me to give back what i can to my community and she really believes it like she is really nice nice this woman is a thousand percent genuine things that not everybody no absolutely not in the background this blonde woman walks by and gives mark a look Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a look like bitch I know you look at me and Mark looks at her and gets really uncomfortable. So the audience is like, Hmm. In August, six months after this date, they are married. So this is a very quick wedding. I wasn't sure that this ever happens, but they were married at the funeral home. Does that occur? Uh, I might've laughed. Do people get married at the funeral? Well, I don't know. I guess they did, but she, I mean, there is a chapel in funeral homes. Yeah. So they just, I guess it saves money since he owns the funeral home. Called somebody over and said, hey, will you marry us in the chapel? I mean, do they have stiffs downstairs? Yes, I'm sure. Oh, geez. Um, and there'd be like spirits and stuff. I feel like oh, there would yeah. be ghosts in the audience, like ripping farts and then blaming it on blessed. your aunt. Yep. They show a real photo of the wedding. And I thought Judy, Julie looked really cute. She did. Yep. I wrote Mark mm-hmm. and I said, again, would not slap away any mm-hmm. wang. Hmm. I got the feeling that he would not say no to some wang. And that's just a feeling by looking at him. I thought <laughs> he's not going to say pass. Okay. Um, he would do things like show up at her work with flowers all the time. And I think that's romantic. It mm-hmm. might get old after a while, but I thought that's that's lovely, I think. Um, everything seemed great for a really long time. We're going to fast forward to six years later we're at a scene where, for some reason, Mark, it's the scene Mark is closing the cremation door for the oven. Yep. I don't know why we had to have a scene with that, that involved. I'm not sure, because it really wasn't pertinent to the story. No, and he was having his lunch after just putting the body in the... Yeah. The, yep. The... the yeah. Thing. Um, Julie comes down, and I feel the point of the scene is to announce that she is concerned financial with some financials. Yeah. He yeah. was supposed to make a deposit, and he kind of hems and haws and says he yeah. forgets. And she said, you know, you need to be really responsible with the, the money going in. We've expanded. They were one funeral home, and now they are five or six Mm -hmm. so she said we need to really be strict with the books right so stressing julie is now taking over financials mark is kind of not really good with money clearly yes um the next scene is julie upstairs working at her desk in the funeral home she still has her job as the radiation tech Mm -hmm. at the hospital so she is doing both but she's at the funeral home 
you know, filling out paperwork Mm -hmm. and a customer comes in, slams flowers down and says, you charged my dad $100 and these sh- for these shitty flowers. And these are like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. And then he starts crying and going, my mama, my mama. Yeah. And the guy looks just like John Waters. So if you know the director, <laughs> John Waters, it was the exact gentleman. Yeah. Yep. Same mustache and everything. Again, would not slap away a wang. Nope. Um, but this gentleman is crying hysterically and Julie totally disarms him, comes up, comforts him, says, let's work out the money. We're going to make it all. Everything's going to be okay. This is a stressful situation. I will make sure everything works out. Let's, mm-hmm. We will get everything sorted and completely comforts him. And he hugs her and yeah. everything turns out okay. We get to three months before her murder Julie and Mark are at home and they have a lovely, lovely home. And the same blonde from the restaurant comes to the door. Yes. Uh, Julie in the voiceover kind of sarcastically said, Mark has a reputation in town about being very helpful in his co- the community. Mm-hmm. So he goes outside and the lady that's at the door, this blonde, her name is Rose Vincent. Well, Rose Vincent is Mark's old flame. Mm-hmm. He was dating her right before he yes. met Julie. In fact, it's kind of uh, leads you to believe that he dumped her kind and started of, yeah. dating Julie literally like the next yeah. day and left her in the dust. Rose, though, in the six years between this or seven, I guess it would be or six and a half at this point, has rem- has married and has three kids. But she comes to the door. Three kids in in seven years. years. And they're not living in great conditions either. They're in a trailer and very poor. That she's very poor. She's not well off. So she's very bitter that she let Mark let her go. Yeah. Is how she is acting. Living in a funeral home. Yes. Why wouldn't you love that? No, they lived in like a really nice house. They had an enormous mansion that they lived in. She says her car broke down. She needs a ride. And Mark says, yes, I'll give you a ride. They go back in and he says to Julie, I'm giving her, I'm giving Rose a ride. And Julie's like, okay, sure, whatever. You know, Um, Mark had met Rose in the same way that he met Julie. Rose was having a funeral for her stepfather and mourning and grieving. And during the funeral, Mark comes up and hits on her. And He's Rose like a was 19. Weird Forrest Gump predator. Yes, he is. So, um, do you get a boner when you see a corpse? I like shrimp too. <laughs> <laughs> I like shrimp. Let's go get some shrimp. Yeah, when I but, see a dead body, my pants get tight in the crotch, ew. if you know what I mean. Ooh, meet Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> meet us there so terrible come with me and she fell for that so he dumps her for julie though and she's quite bitter because she's married to a total dumb asshole Mm -hmm. dick as we'll see mark drives rose home her husband rodney is sitting on the porch eating an apple with a knife you know cutting a slice of it and putting it in his mouth and cutting a slice like again Charles Ingalls would do. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Mark comes and just says, you know, I, I gave your wife a ride at home. He, Rodney yells at Rose, the kids need you inside. Right away. Yeah. And, like, and she runs inside. Home. Yeah. And I would have said, what are you doing out here, dickweed? Yeah. If they Go need inside. you inside, what are you doing out here on yeah. the porch? You fucker. Anyway, um, she runs inside and did not say that. He's given Mark a hard time. You know, Mark and Julie had their faces on billboards all over for their funeral home and were kind of famous in the town and made a lot of money. And Rodney's just really kind of given it to him that he's rich and Rodney's so poor. And Mark is like, what am I supposed to do about it? You fucker, you know, and just leaves. Um, Meanwhile, Julie is left at home and she had told Mark she's nervous to be home at home at night alone and we see that there's some sort of pervert peeking peeping tom yeah. staring in her window yep um and that's all we see and we just are wondering who is this pervert jerking in her yard staring in her window in whatever we go to the next scene which is still about three months before her murder julie is having some friends over in their backyard uh-huh. uh, again they live in a monster mansion yeah. that you see at the end this monster mansion and what is Mark barbecuing for his guests? Shitty hot dogs. Yeah. And like the cheap ones. And giving fist bumps. Like, girl, I love yeah. these hot dogs. Why are you not having steak and lobster or something? I don't know. And I did come over to a millionaire's house to get exactly. shitty hot dogs. Not even the skin on hot dogs. They're no. like the shitty kid hot dogs. They weren't even cheddar worse. Yep. Yeah. Get real, bitch. And, the, and Julie says that they have, they're drinking sangria. They're living in this yeah. mansion. They've traveled all over the world. They have a speedboat. She has jewelry. She goes on shopping sprees. They are living the life. Um, but they are huge in giving back to the community. They, uh, uh, author, I believe it was, said Mark is big into fundraisers. They did a lot for the community and gave back they did not want to have children so they had a lot of money to to donate and stuff as well except they didn't spend it on barbecue meat they just bought shitty hot dogs anyway i would have i would be upset about that yeah the next scene julie is at the grocery store and runs into rose vincent who works at the grocery store julie tries to make small talk and rose is pretty much like Get the fuck out of my face, yeah. bitch. And Rose is carrying 700 pounds of groceries for some reason and yes. bringing it into the grocery store. She's like, a, I don't know why. I don't know why either. She's not carrying the groceries out of the grocery right. store. She's bringing them into the grocery store. Yeah. And uh, Julie is leaving the grocery store. So it's confusing. Um, and it's not a pleasant encounter. Anyway, weirdo John Waters the crying bitch who was upset about the flowers comes back to the funeral home and starts flirting with Julie and Julie Mm -hmm. gets really uncomfortable and Mark comes in and she passes off John Waters whose real name I guess is John Singleton not the other director (laughs) not the director at all um but Mark comes in and tries to take over and then John Waters mustache leaves saying, mm-hmm. I forgot my question. I'll come back later. So it's clear that he just wanted to flirt and talk with Ju- Julie and he has a little thing for her. A few days after that, Mark and Julie are out on the town. 
Julie's talking to Mark, kind of saying, what's wrong? You seem distant lately. Is something wrong? And he's just saying, no, I'm just been busy. They notice the window in their van is smashed or their car and nothing really comes of that. But Julie's Linda, her work friend said Julie after that was really, really on edge and she just seemed really tense and upset. The next scene, Julie's now at the hospital at her hospital job and to add to her stress, Mm -hmm. David, the alcoholic, he comes to her work and David grabs her and says, Julie, come away with me and let's In have one. In the hospital. Yes. She's like, sir, I have patience. No kidding. Let's have one last hurrah before I go to rehab. The dumbest thing you can yeah. ever say or do. Julie's like, what the fuck? First off, she's like, it has been nine years since right. I divorced you. I right. am not going to go on a trip with you or get back together with you. No! Oh, Randy. <laughs> Randy's attacking her. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm terribly embarrassed. <laughs> I just see a little hand. Oh my god! I was up like, why is grabbing him? Why? He's dick being oh, a dick. Okay. She. I mean, could you imagine if an ex-husband came up after nine years? I'd be like. Fuck no! Off. I was like, I just want to do it with you quick before I go yeah. to rehab. I mean, I would say get bent, no, dick. Yeah. Oh my god. And she says, no, security comes and grabs him. And then he's screaming at her and yelling at her. And she's mortified. I, I just couldn't even, that would be so embarrassing. I couldn't, yeah. I would be so stressed about that. I, I don't, right. I would die. Right. I would die. Um, every year then, Julie would go with her sister to New York City and do a Christmas shopping spree around Thanksgiving, which sounds super fun to have a shopping weekend in New York when they're I've never been to New York City. Right. Um but see all the beautiful, you know, when there's supposed to be the Christmassy window yeah. images and all that yeah. stuff. So she goes there and then she calls Mark and he's never answering the phone. So she calls him the first day, he doesn't answer. She calls him the second, he doesn't answer. She calls him again, he doesn't answer. She's calling him all weekend to check in and he doesn't answer. Well, Jean, I mean my husband, I call him and he never answers or texts back ever so i mean that i'm just used to yeah yeah but for her i think he used to like answer and he's not so she's just wondering what the hell is going on well what is going on is while julie is in new york city shopping with her sister mark is having sex with doc walkers hookers in the loft of the funeral oh. home. Wait, we're not supposed to say hookers, right? Sex, Sex workers, workers. Doc walkers. Doc walkers. He is having he was sex using workers. The funeral home. And having sex with them in the funeral home. Yes. In the bedroom upstairs. Yes. Again, there are dead bodies in this yes. building. That should not give you boners. But it gives no. Mark massive boners. If a dead body gives you a boner, maybe you need therapy. Don't you think? Maybe. I mean, I guess everybody has their own thing. But a corpse really shouldn't be giving you a big old... No. Huang. (laughs) It shouldn't. No. Julie's a little bit suspicious. Why is he not answering the phone? But she's like, whatever, fuck him. Mm -hmm. She comes back after a few days. Mark's in the kitchen cooking bisque. Has Phil ever um, cooked you bisque? No. And she says, why the fuck didn't you answer the phone when I called you for like three days? And he said, oh, I was at the beach house. Did you leave a message? 
And she's like, whatever. And he says, you want some bisque? And she says, no. And he went, no, whatever. And so it's kind of uncomfortable between them. And the n- very next scene, Julie calls Mark in and says, Mark, you need to come in here. And he's like, mm-hmm. what? And she says, the funeral homes are hemorrhaging money. We are losing money. We have to do something. These are huge financial problems we're all of a sudden having. And he brushes it off totally. You know, she's worried about the finances. He could care less. And they've already at this point had to close one of their funeral homes. And they have actual real financial difficulties. But he's just completely not bothered by it at all. We get to seven days before the murder. Julie is coming home from the hospital. She's in a parking lot. And she... Rodney Vincent, Rose's husband, is waiting for her and rushes out of his truck and corners her in the parking lot and starts yelling at her. And she's like, who the hell are you? And he says, I'm Rodney Vincent. And she's like, okay, I'm Rose's husband. And she's like, oh, sure. She's like, who the fuck is Rose? Yeah, what the hell is going on? And why should I give two fucks? But he says, your husband and Rose are having an affair. And Julie's like, that's fucking ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And when you see Rose... um. you're right to think that's fucking Mm -hmm. ridiculous she's a very very handsome woman i mean (laughs) she might be the handsomest woman besides bell gunness oh yeah i don't know if she's that i thought she was quite handsome. handsome okay but julie said you're ridiculous fuck off rodney then threatens both julie and mark saying if you do anything to hurt rose i'm gonna kill you both and she's like what the fuck are you talking about anyway she goes home um the next day she's at work and she's just now a ball of stress because all Mm -hmm. this weird fucking shit is happening to her she finally she gets a call from her ex mother-in-law which is, this is all Again, I fucking need. I know. And the ex-mother-in-law, David's mother, her ex-husband, the alcoholic, yes. says he's now in rehab. The rehab is connected to your hospital. Can you go visit him? I would be like, no! She's like, uh, he's my ex-husband. We never had children. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with him. Fuck off. Childhood sweethearts and we're not together. I'm married yeah. to someone else. Yeah, this is not appropriate. But we she's 18. Yeah. She's whatever. She goes to visit David and he's a bitch and just says, oh, my, you're the, my mom's the only reason you come to visit me. And she's just like, I care about you. I'm glad you're getting help. But I thought you'd want me to come. Yeah. He's like, you know what I want? A drink. Yeah. And then he said, tells her to get out. She's yeah. like, all right. Okay, bye. Oh, God. So now we're at December 7th, the night before her murder. David is going to Florida for a boy's scuba diving trip. Is that a thing? No. Okay. He is standing over her bed like he's reenacting paranormal activity. He's standing over her bed like a weird fucking numbnuts. She wakes up and is like, oh my, like, oh my God. Like, okay, what are you doing? And he's like, I just wanted to look at you mm -hmm, before I go on my scuba trip. mm -hmm." (laughs) Like a weird (laughs) sling blade. And she says, okay. So he leaves and she's like, what the fuck? And that night she's at home alone, drinking wine. Good for you, girl. 
good I liked that for about you. Her. Yep. And Mark is calling all of a sudden. He's calling home now. I mean, that's weird. And she ignores his calls, mm-hmm. saying, fuck off. I'm not going to answer your calls. You didn't answer mine a few weeks ago, so fuck it. Yeah, and she told the nurse f- friend, I'm not answering. Yeah, he can go fuck himself. So she just drank. and Yeah, the next morning we see her drinking her coffee and her scrubs, getting ready to go to work. And then we get the montage every betrayed episode has a musical montage of every single suspect doing something fucking weird as the killer as the victim that is being killed yes and it's like usually a b-side track from some unknown and it is fabulous right so we see david escaping rehab yep John Waters is yeah. peeping Tom and jerking like through her window. Yeah. Rose is smoking in her car. Yeah. Rodney is for some reason loading a gun as you do just randomly during the day. Yeah. Um, Mark is looking at his watch in Florida. Mm-hmm. And Ashley, the dock walker, is putting a gun into her negligee. Ne- yeah, like her... What do you call those when you have the boot? No. The, well, it was like the girdle with this long yeah. stocking. Yeah. And you have those. the little yeah. garter. With she was putting it in her garter like yeah. she was Mae West in a yep. Western film in 1929. Yep. So all of this is happening to a terrible song. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark call- is calling that morning. He calls at five. He calls at six. He calls at 7 a.m. And there's no answer. Linda gets to work and she notices Julie is not at her desk and she gets really worried because Julie would come and if she couldn't come to work, she Mm -hmm. calls in. We have the type of job that you cannot just not come. You would have to call in. You can't just not show up. If you didn't show up, people would come to your house. Like it would be so unusual. Deodorant would never get tested. Right. There would be. Deodorants would be running free. Yeah. And that's the worst thing you can ever have because then, you know, poop gets put onto a wall. Yes. Yes. For sure. I mean, literally. Or they poop. Get drawn on desks. Or they poop in sinks. They could do Literally. Yeah. Um, Which we've had. Yes. Poop in a sink. Um, So Julie didn't call in. Linda says, you know, thinking she gets her migraine sometimes, which if you have a migraine, you don't, you can't go to work. You can't do anything. You can't use a phone. You right. can't, you can't, a real you're migraine, us, we you're can't dead. See. Yeah. yeah. Like I um, and she already had the difficulty with the yeah. eclipse, you know, um, because she obviously didn't see Mark's face. Mm-hmm. Linda goes to her house as a good friend would concerned about her friend to check up on her. She pulls in, to the house and sees the garage doors open and she says in her interview like i thought she was just gonna come right out and back over me so i moved out of the way and then she's noticing no one's coming out of the garage so she walks up to the garage and there she sees linda laying still on the garage floor she didn't see any blood at that point but i think she knew looking at her she was dead she thought rip yes she calls 911 and you hear the real 911 officer but it's the reenactment speaking yeah that was weird it was weird yeah they like lip synced the yes voice it was weird call yeah um but police come and they talk you know linda's they talk kind of calm linda down she's i i mean anybody would be hysterical right in that situation, they go into the garage and see Julie laying still in her. She, there's no blood, and they open her coat, and she has multiple shots 
to her chest and stomach. And then Betrayed decides to show us pictures, but they're so blurry um, that you might as well just be looking at a blurry butthole. No, it, it, it's the blurriest photo. You can't see it. Us why are you showing this? There's they were like actual photo and it was looked like someone smeared vaseline yeah it was all vaseline on a turd yeah and said here it is you, it could have been they showed pic. two pictures yeah. like that this is so blurry i can't see yeah. anything why are you doing this that was weird um one of the sheriffs there but i laughed i was i was like this what what is this oh one of the sheriffs knew mark and julie so and he f- didn't know whose house he was yeah. at and he realized who it was um, they decided she had been shot by a handgun at very, very close range. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all was stolen. She still had her jewelry, had her purse. There were, she was had mail in her hand. Yes. And they said it was just she was shot and the shooter left. It was a targeted shot. She was shot a numerous amount of times. Um, and the sheriffs look around and they see cameras set up around the house and in the garage. And they thought, oh, my God, thank God, there's a security system here. They go in the house and they notice that the entire security system has been disconnected. Hmm. hmm. Interesting how that happens just hmm. randomly. Police call Mark. He's the husband. And a friend answers, says, Mark Bowen phone. And I feel like Mark told the friend to answer because if he's scuba diving in his phone reading, I would give two shits. I would just, I would say, oh, your phone, I think was reading later. I would tell him. Right. Um, But they say the police officer said, is Mark bowling there? And they said, he's in the water right now. And so they said, can you, can he call back the sheriff's department? Um, and meanwhile, they interview Linda, who says, well, the only thing weird was she was upset about this weirdo pervert that's been bothering her at the funeral home, this John Waters guy. <laughs> mean, and so then Mark calls back. The police say, is this Mark Bowling? And he's like, yes, it is. And the police officer hesitates a bit because this is a terrible yeah. thing to, to, to tell people I that their loved ones. I thought this was an interesting to listen yes. to. That their loved ones are dead. It has to just be yeah. like every time you do it, it has to just be awful. It must never get easier. Or I, I can't imagine it would get easier. It has to be incredibly difficult to break this news. So he says, I hate to inform you, but your wife was found deceased in her gar- in your garage this morning. Mark goes, what? <laughs> what? And then he says, Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Oh my God, my poor Julia. Then all of a sudden he heard it. He was like, "What? What? Oh, yeah." He never asked, "How did she die?" I would say, "Are you serious? Like, how? What are you talking about? No, that's not possible. What do you mean? Or are you sure? What happened?" He He never said any of that. I guess I come home soon. Well, and then right away he says, "I was." scuba diving in florida he gives his alibi anyone who gives an alibi once they're informed they're guilty every time they they clearly know he's not there that's why they're calling him and he gave his you wouldn't do that you would be asking how how did this happen are you sure or why are you lying to me or you know something like that mark the sheriff say finally drag his ass into the sheriff's office by eight o'clock that evening. A he little said, late, sir. He said, I was busy. 
And the sheriffs are like, um, okay. okay." Um, They said, how was your relationship with Julie? He said, it had its ups and downs, but pretty normal, I guess. Mm -hmm. They said, have you, either one of you had an affair? And Mark says, no. And they say, have you any idea who would do this to your wife? And he says, have you checked with her ex-husband, David? He's an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Just like my friend Nutbar. She an alcoholic. (laughs) Shout out to Nutbar. There it is. is. Nutbar and Betty. She, they both an alcoholic. Um, David is then interviewed by the police and they, he says, I would have taken her back in a second. And they said, but she didn't want you. And so you got upset that she didn't want to go back with you and you shot her. And David said, oh my God, no, I was in rehab. He's like, I'm in treatment. In a meeting. I couldn't have done it. I didn't do this. And so he is cleared. John Waters mustache. They go to his house. He was at a work meeting in another town. At 5 a.m., which yeah, I thought was weird, but whatever. He is cleared. Police go and search the funeral home, and they find the sex loft <sighs> upstairs. And they realize that several sex workers have been called to the funeral home for Mark. Mm-hmm. They call Mark back in, and Mark says, I know it looks bad. And they're like, um, why didn't you tell us you were having um, sexual relations with multiple um ladies of the evening we literally asked you <laughs> yes. are you ha- did anyone have an affair and you said no you but lied you've been fucking ladies of the night for yes. centuries why and he said it's how i was able to stay married and the police look at him and go what, what? he said julie and i weren't tearing up the sheets disgusting what is it with men i don't know those girls help me relieve the pressure Ew. this is the grossest fool try masturbating in the shower yeah. that's what everybody else's husbands does absolutely do. foul dick does. face in yeah. your wife loved you yeah you dumb dumb dummy ashley is the most or his favorite um gal and she would Sex come worker. often yeah and mark decides to blame it on her perhaps she out of jealousy killed my wife the dumb asshole also gives them rose vincent's name Uh, he says his ex-girlfriend rose vincent could have done it because she had been constantly stalking him even citing her as a fatal attraction type stalking mm -hmm. um this is idiotic and you'll find out why the police then call Rose in and they could tell that when she would talk about the crime, she would look at the ground and seem real weird. And then when they would talk to her about her kids, she would look at look at them and be kind of mm-hmm. animated. They would ask her about Julie. She would look at the ground again and kind of mumble. So they thought, okay, she's involved. Mm-hmm. So the police trick her and say they talk, start talking to her about her van or whatever and they say, you know, your van has a GPS. And she said, oh, we disconnected it because, you know, it's real expensive. Mm-hmm. And they said, that doesn't matter. We can tell that your van was at Julie's house the time she was murdered. And they were totally shitting her. They yeah, were they were lying. Ca- calling yeah. her bluff. They just yeah. figured she was going to be stupid. And she said, but the GPS 
is not a, it's not attached. And they say, that doesn't matter. We know you were there. And she just starts crying and just admits the whole thing. Yes. She just says, I have to make a confession. <laughs> and they were like, what? What are you confessing? And she spills the whole story. Mark made her do it. So we go back. Julie has loved Mark since she met him when she was 19. And he dumped at her, her yes, at the funeral. funeral because Mark gets a hot boner at funerals. He sees a dead <laughs> body. So if he goes to zombie movies, look out. Do the not, rocket is in yeah. full effect. Do not sit in his row. Do not. Uh, when he drove her home... She started saying how much she still loves him, which is they could be back together and they rekindle their relationship and start having an affair. Mm -hmm. Mark brings her to the funeral home loft and she starts saying, you know, talking about their future or whatever. And he says, I can't divorce Julie. She's going to take all my money. I'm going to lose the business. Mm -hmm. I'll have nothing. I can't ever leave her. And Rose kidding says, I guess we'll have to kill her. Mark gets that idea in his head, realizing that Rose is kind of simple and that he has no intention of marrying her or being with her. He just completely manipulates her and uses her and starts asking her to kill Julie every single day for like four months straight. And she's like, no, no, she keeps saying no, no, that's insane. I have kids. Right. He offers her $50,000. She says, no, he says, I'm going to collect from her insurance. I'll share it with you. She says no. But then he says, you're going to be the next Mrs. Bowling. I would die laughing if someone said that to me. Ew. But she, that did the trick that for her. Did it. She is going to be the lady on the billboards. She's going to live in the mansion. She's going to have this great life. All she has to do. If you die. Is kill Julie. Us. Yes. And then I will get a boner and hit on a lady staring at their dead step parent. You got steps, kids? I hope when you die, come to my funeral home. <laughs> I will take good care of them. Please ignore my bulge because you will notice a very pointed boner. I just do it for 20 year old step kids. That's it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if it's your real kid, forget it. This is only the a funeral step parlor for steps. <laughs> Stepmother, stepfather, stepson, stepdaughter, step cousin, step uncle, step grandpa, step grandma. And I will get a boner for each and every one of them. Please come. <laughs> we're so sorry to people in north carolina we don't we know you don't speak like that <laughs> and the writers of force yeah yes. okay mark goes on his weird Ooh. boys scuba trip which is so odd to me mm-hmm Rose knows that Mark is gone. Mark ha- Mark is staring at his watch. They time it exactly because Mark told her he's going to disable the security. She leaves for work at this time. You're he's going to be calling. You're going to do it then when she gets into her car in the garage. 
just like he said, Rose sees Julie trying to get into her car in the garage. She walks up to her, shoots her, leaves. Julie's on the ground going, you know, making grunting noises, trying to like get up. And Rose said she went back and ended it, shot her a few more times and thought, killed her. Oh. Is, is one enough? It wasn't. Nope. nope. Julie was a fighter. Uh, she takes the gun and buries it next to her own mother's tombstone because yes. that's what her mom would have wanted. Yes. Her mom would have wanted that. A murderous daughter. Yep. She then picks her kids up from her friend's house, brings them to school, and goes yep. back home and acts like nothing ever happened this ain't a big fucking deal no big deal mark is then also arrested because he planned the whole damn thing Mm -hmm. and this is where we see actual court footage mark is in court and he has shaved hair on the side but then his hair is puffy big yeah it's not even like styled big it just literally grows straight up from his head like eraser head or something and at this point you're wondering why did they choose the man they did to be the reenactor when he really looked like this i swear to god you couldn't get two totally different two totally different actors and yeah i I, it's it's weird i can't i can't figure it out rose comes in and rose i just wrote she looks real rough i mean rough Rose, please, gets a plea deal, as well as dumbass Mark gets a plea deal. Rose gets 29 years in prison because she pulled the trigger. The planner, Mark, gets 15. Yes. But we learn that he dies 10 years into his sentence at 47 of natural causes. What is that? Who, what natural causes are at 47? That's called... Is that a heart attack? A heart attack. Oh, I don't know. Or was he just jerking because pe- a dead Because he had to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Weird. But fuck you both, really. Yep. Because the world needs people like Julie. And you took a Julie. And yes. that sucks. Because yes. that's the type of person we need in this world. And someone with empathy and love and kindness. Yes. Oh, what a sad story Um, for just such an ugly man, Mark. God damn it. Ish. Um, Anyway, if you enjoyed um, our story, our our retelling retelling of Betrayed, Betrayed Season 4, leave us a review, join our social media. Let us know. We love to hear from all of our listeners. We do. Join our Facebook group. Give us a rating. Tell your friends. Yeah, please spread the word. Tell your friends. Share it on your social media if you can. Tag us. We would love to see that and share it. Um, That helps us so much. We, We kind of have spread mostly through word of mouth yes keeps keep doing that we are so grateful to the best of girlfriends yes. and i love it um anyway have a wonderful week and we will see you here or we'll talk to you i guess it yes. is we're Next so week. close to summer yeah, vacation I know. Good god all right bye, bye.